It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, and compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. GNL Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs. And a good Monday afternoon, and welcome to Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock with you. We'll be talking Fort Hay State football with head coach Chris Brown as the Tigers get set to open up the 2021 season this Thursday night at home against number four, Northwest Missouri State. It should be a fun night of football. Uh, class is back in session, and we're glad to be back with you for another season of Tiger Talk back here at the Golden Q. So uh, certainly glad to have you uh, join us. Uh, we'd invite you to join us for lunch anytime you can come out here every Monday, 12.15 until 1 o'clock for the program. Um, a, a new feature this year, if you'd like to submit a question to the coach, uh, you can go to the Fort Hay State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com, go to the Fan Zone link, Tab down there and then look for Tiger Talk. I think it's right under the live stats, but uh, look for Tiger Talk on the Fan Zone link, and then you can submit a question. If we use the question on the program, you'll have a chance to win a $25 gift certificate from the Golden Q to be used at your pleasure. So uh, if you have something you've been wanting to know from the head coach, you can submit your question there uh, to uh, on the, uh, Hays- uh, the Fort Hay State Athletics website at fhsuathletics.com. We are joined by head football coach Chris Brown. And, um, Good to see you again. We're just kind of chatting before we went on air. Got to remember how we do this whole football thing again. Obviously a bizarre, I guess now off season last year, no football in the fall. You did some scrimmages in the spring. Just a crazy, crazy time. It's got to feel so good to be back and now to be so close to getting the season underway on Thursday night. It is. You know, just this opportunity to talk with you today is like, okay, we're back to some normal football. Now we're getting ready to play some games and, uh, you know, we're looking back, it's been like 21, 22 months since we've actually played, you know, our last football game. And, uh, you know, that's against Northeastern State, you know, when we were there. And uh, it's fun. It's exciting. Our kids are excited. Um, this week, the practices, you know, we started. I mean, it's been, we've been practicing for like 14, 15, probably longer than that, 20-something days. And our kids have done a good job. You can tell they're excited. They're they're locked in. Um, you can tell they they take it the time to to get themselves better as, as football players, not only in the weight room, but just with their film study, understand the playbook and what we're trying to get accomplished, and starting to take more of a coach approach to how they prepare instead of just a player approach. So I'm proud of our kids, and I'm excited. Our coaches are excited. Hopefully, the community of Hayes is excited and and, and ready to pack that place on Thursday night. Yeah, I think I figured it up it'll be 
655 days between games. That's obviously going to be that way for about everybody. Um, and it, it had to be strange. And I know we got a chance to chat a little bit uh, during that, that time. And you played some, you had some scrimmages in the spring, uh, which I'm sure were helpful, but not the same as playing a game. But uh, with those opportunities to, to practice in the fall, I know you kind of flipped it. You kind of used the fall. Once you could kind of start doing things, that was your spring. And then you had whatever season you had. But were you able to, to gain some knowledge? And did the, were those scrimmages beneficial to your guys? Yeah, they were. You know, I just the way things were, you know, you have so many championship days and then your spring days as well. And you can use those kind of whenever. So I just, you know, with the way everything was going with the COVID there in the fall, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, we took the time to make sure everybody was healthy and ready to go. So we started in October, used our 15 practices. But then I wanted to use all those championship days in the spring so we could actually do a lot of film study, practice when we wanted to practice, you know, go do some scrimmages. And, uh, you know, we took advantage of that. And then plus the weights and all that stuff go go with it as well because, I mean, once you're done with your days, you have to give the kids two weeks off. So I didn't want to, I want to make sure I made that last as long as we could, <laughs> you know, until dead week, which is two weeks before finals is when you got to kind of finally stop all those things. So we used every opportunity we had. We took advantage of it. And, uh, you know, we didn't practice every single day. You know, we took some practices where it was – offense versus defense and some practices we were just completely separate you know and just teaching so i thought it was good i think i thought kids thought it was good we didn't wear them down and beat them down and you know because i mean that's a lot of that's a lot of football <laughs> and, and we had to keep them interested and do different things but i thought it went really well and i thought our coaches did a great job with their kids as well and getting them ready and uh you know we got a lot of new faces coming up and there's a lot of young kids there that we had to teach the game of football to and get them you know, understanding how we do things, and I think it worked out for us. Well, I thought one of the things, and we had a chance to talk in the off season, you could maybe focus on stuff that you, you – I mean, even with the F spring, and obviously uh, it's a little slower pace and a chance to work on things, but it still – it goes quickly. And then when you get in the fall, I mean, it's – your your you know camp flies by quickly. You're preparing for games. A chance to kind of go back and just work on things that you just – normally would not have time to do it's kind of be up to the individual student athlete to do that you're able to maybe do some of that stuff in the spring or fall last year yeah it was you know just the you know just love the fundamentals and techniques of the game and uh you know just kind of our concepts of how we want things to work you know whether it was an offensive play of where we want the receivers what the quarterback's going to be thinking you know and getting every kid coached up besides just a few and letting everybody learn and same with defense you know just you know, getting guys lined up properly, you know, kind of what your techniques are, your fundamentals, and, you know, how we're reading secondary coverages, you know, how the, how the secondary is reading route, you know, routes and, and things like that. So we really took a lot of time just to teach the game of football and what we're thinking as coaches and trying to get that into their mind as well so they start playing, you know, at, at a high level. Well, the Tigers hosting Northwest Missouri State. Easy one out of the gate for the Tigers, the number four team in the country. Uh, we'll eventually get into that game. Obviously a lot to cover since we had Coach last with us on the program. It's been about 22 months since we've done that, but uh, we're going to get you ready for the kickoff on Friday or on Thursday night, the Tigers and the Bearcats. Tiger Talk is brought to you by the Golden Q. We are live at the Golden Q once again uh, this season. We're just two blocks east of campus. Stop on by the Monday a special is the grilled cheeseburger. That's maybe my favorite burger here at the Golden Q, but they've got many, many to choose from. As you know, the best burgers around all at the Golden Q. If the game's on, they're open. We'll take our first break. More on Tiger Talk with head football coach Chris Brown right here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.
There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to their success is the way they treat the customer. At Adams Brown, they believe you, the customer, comes first. Deadlines should be met. Costs should be fair. Friendly service is a must. And when they give their word, it means something. The CPAs at Adams Brown make hard work and persistence their constant goal. The commitment you want, the experience you need, the integrity you demand. All from the certified public accountants at Adams Brown. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. It's here. The one. The only. The John Deere 1 Series from BTI Equipment. With tons of attachments that are a snap to take on and off, the 1023E makes every job easier. And at just $169 a month for the tractor and loader, it just got a little easier on your wallet. No matter the job at hand, BTI has a tractor that's right for you and your budget. Visit btiequip.com to find the location nearest to you. Call on BTI. And date 3121. Proof credit by John Deere Financial. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Complete expert service and repair for whatever you drive. That's what you'll find in GNL Tire and Automotive. Over the decades, they've kept up with all the changes, and they always give you a free estimate and answer any questions you might have before any work is done. And of course, tires is in GNL Tires' name because they have a complete line of tires for all vehicles, situations, and budgets. GNL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. Costa Hazlett coming near side of the 10, to the 5, to the pylon! Is he in? What's the call? Touchdown, Ford Hayes State! And that was action from almost two years ago. Ford Hayes State, Northwest Missouri State, last home game played at Lewis Field for Ford Hayes State late in 2019. We'll talk more about that game and uh, preview the Bearcats and the Tigers for Thursday night. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by... Adams Brown, they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. We are live at the Golden Q, your home for Tiger Tuck. Stop on by two blocks east of campus. We're here Mondays, 12.15 until 1 o'clock for a Tiger Tuck. And, again, if you want to submit a question for Coach Brown, you can do so by going to the Fort Hay State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Find the Fan Zone tab there near the top. Uh, hover over that. Look for Tiger Talk. Submit your question. And if we use it, you'll be registered for a chance to win a $25 gift card from the fine folks here at the Golden Q. Fort Hayes State, Northwest Missouri State opens up the season. Uh, we talked a little bit about how you handled the uh, the uh, COVID year and, and with everything. And, and then camp gets here. And, and I think one of the things we heard from some of the players is, I mean, the summer and the, uh, the the long extended off season was great, but boy, when camp came here, it was a different intensity and just the physicality. All those all those little things you kind of forget. Was it was it different for you and not having a camp last year and then trying to get back into swing of things this year? It was, you know, because you know, like fall, spring with everything that was going on. You know, we just, I mean, there's a lot going on anyway. You know, just mentally with the kids and things like that. And you know, we're 
not like we're mean to them, but there's a different, you know, intensity level and adrenaline's flowing and, you know, anxiety and all that stuff when it goes into a football season that, you know, you're trying to really get kids accomplished where, you know, fall, spring, we're a little bit more lax trying to teach them. And, but now it's, these things have to be done. You know, things got to be done the right way. Your steps got to be right, whatever it is. Your eyes have to be right, knowing the offense, knowing the defense, knowing the special teams. We don't have time to wait around. I mean, we've worked on it for a whole entire year. You should know what we're doing. So things have amped up a little bit. <laughs> you know, that 14, that 14 days of camp was you – no, know, we didn't have it last year. And it, it wore on me as a coach. I was like, man, I don't know, am I getting old? Am I – you know, well, so I, don't. You know, I am. But it was just – it was a different, you know, feeling. And, I mean, it, it just so when you lose it for that year, you, just, you realize – you didn't realize how hard it really truly is to go through that 14 days of – you know, 6.30 breakfast and, you know, with practices and meetings and lifting and, you know, not getting home till 9, 9.30 at night. Those are long days and, and, they're, and they're grueling days. But, you know, I thought our kids handled it well. I thought they did a great job of being everywhere they were supposed to be, um, staying alert, taking care of their bodies. But it was a grind, and it did wear me out. But I'm finally caught back up, and I'm ready to go. It's It's game week now, so there's no excuses now. Did you change anything, or did you have a different approach after taking a year off? Maybe learn something about yourself, your staff, your team, or whatever. Did, did it change your approach to camp this year? Not really. You know, it was we had to get after it. The only thing that was different was, you know, we don't usually do a lot of live tackling and uh, or do a lot of drills against each other. And, you know, we, we did some things this year. Even though the NCAA has kind of cut us back with the board drills and the Oklahoma drill and all those things that you can't do, so we had to kind of modify, you know, some drills because – we hadn't tackled in a long time. We haven't hit in a long time. You know what I mean? So we had to use that time to really you know, get used to, you know, linebackers tackling tight ends or running backs and our tackling, our running backs and tight ends getting used to being tackled and getting that, you know, having that hit and, you know, just one-on-one blocking with the O-line, D-line. You know, we can't be the head up anymore, so we got to shade them off and just kind of do some run blocking so it's not so much contact, but they're still getting that physical part of it. But, you know, wide receivers, DBs, working on blocking, working on catching and getting tackled, and you know, that's something we never do. And, and we had to do that just to make sure our kids were getting – when you don't get hit for a while and you start getting hit, it kind of – things kind of change a little bit. So we had to get them ready and get them acclimated, you know, do as much game situational stuff but in a controlled setting so we, we could control it and make sure our kids didn't get hurt. And that's probably the biggest change. You look at college sports and even high school sports and obviously professional uh, in, in football, that is the one area. You, you don't get much live tackling anymore. I mean, everybody's just, you know – Keep your people fresh and ready for game day, and that's the one area that is kind of lax. It'll be interesting after the long delay, and, and, and to see if that has a positive benefit for maybe you doing some of that live this year. Yeah, well, we'll see, and you know, we'll probably, well, of course, if it benefits us, we're going to continue <laughs> doing it. If it doesn't, then we'll what to look, reevaluate and see what we're going to do. But I, I think it was good for our kids. I think they enjoyed it too because they like. You know, when you just do the scrimmages stuff against each other and you're just kind of doing, you know, scale of your team, it, it's, it gets kind of old. But when you actually get that one-on-one competition against each other, guys are watching you, the eyes are on you. You want to make the play and you want to be the guy. You want to be the guy that gets embarrassed. <laughs> so it really, you know, makes you lock in a little bit more, makes you focus a little bit more because you want to make the play and you want to get it done. But, you know, I thought it went really well. And you, and you never know. You, and you do. You want to keep your kids healthy. And that's the most important one, important thing. You want to go into week one 
with every guy ready to go. Everybody's legs are fresh. You know, there's not really, I mean, you're going to have bumps and bruises anyway, but there's nothing that's really going to hold them back from being their best on game one. You feel happy with how camp went? Very happy. You know, I'm very pleased with our kids. Um, really pleased with how we've prepared so far, you know, for Northwest. I mean, last night underneath the lights, you could just feel the energy, the excitement. Um, the kids were flying around, probably one of the better practices I've seen in a long time. Tonight we'll be in the lights again and, and, and on, on Tuesday. And uh, I think that's just that feeling of, hey, it's here. It's really, really close. Amps things up a little bit more. The excitement level. And even our scouts, you know, just their excitement, you know, to be on the field and, and, and make our offense and defense better was, was tremendous yesterday. So uh, it, uh, we're ready. It's, it, it's exciting, and I think our kids will be prepared. Thursday night, not that far away, Tigers and the Bearcats of Northwest Missouri State. We'll take another break. We'll start breaking down the team a little bit. Uh, there'll be a lot of new faces. You might have to buy a game program uh, when you head to the stadium on Thursday to keep track of some of the new Tigers. We'll talk about them and, and some of the guys you've probably heard about uh, when we return. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Golden Q and Hayes, two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. More with head coach Chris Brown. Right after this timeout on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the queue. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Glassman Plumbing, Heating, and Air are happy to offer you the new Carrier Infinity 26 air conditioners and the Infinity 24 heat pumps, the highest efficiency available on the market. Carrier is the only manufacturer to have Bluetooth pairing through a Wi-Fi connection. So what does that mean for you? No need for service techs to traipse in and out of your house multiple times during a service call and the ability to control the sound output. Turn to the experts. Glassman Plumbing, Heating, and Air. The choice is perfectly clear. As an athlete, the one thing you dread the most is injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings, 8 to 9. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at the Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, part of the University of Kansas Health System. Shift your summer into top gear and get a free ride with an internet speed upgrade from Nextech. Right now, current customers can increase their speed without increasing their price for three months. Don't have Nextech internet? Switch and we'll give you a $100 credit. Upgrade now and get entered to win a $250 gas gift card. Another free ride to go where you want. Take a free ride on us. Visit Nextech.com to sign up today. Some restrictions apply. There's a toss to Hayes. He's going to throw. Downfield for Ramsey. Touchdown! Ford Hayes State! The former Abilene quarterback throws a touchdown pass. And the Tigers lead 16 to nothing. Manny Ramsey wide open to the back of the end zone. That was some action from a year. Well, not a year ago. I'm going to say that. All night Thursday last year. It's actually two seasons ago, Fort Hay State and Northwest Missouri State. Another epic. We'll talk about the Bearcats 
uh, here a little bit later on in the program. Uh, we are live at the Golden Q Tiger Talk here on this Monday. And, again, if you have a question for the coach, easy. Go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Uh, go to the Fan Zone. Hover down there, and you'll see Tiger Talk. You can submit your question. And if we use it, a chance to win a $25 gift card here from the Golden Q. Tiger Talk also brought to you by the Taco Shop. Dine in, carry out, or fast delivery. The Taco Shop on A Street or call 625-7114. The Taco Shop, you've never had it so good. And GNL Tire and Automotive. Before you hit the road, stop by GNL. They've got tires for all driving needs and budgets, complete automotive service and repair, and you always get a free estimate before the work is done. GNL Tire and Automotive, they're on the bricks in downtown Hayes. Um, let's start with the offense. Uh, Chance Fuller. Folks probably have heard of him. Pretty good quarterback. I think one of the best. I think the best in the MIAA. But I guess if you look at your offense, uh, you kind of start there. And, you know, we've seen it years and years and years. If you got a really good quarterback, you got a chance to have a really good team. And you kind of start with, I think, one of the best in the MIAA. Yeah, we do. I think Chance is a you know, tremendous football player. Um, he's smart, um, coach on the field. Um, knows exactly what we're doing, you know, offensively. Can read a defense really, really well. You know, you give him some time, you know, he can make some things happen. And, you know, he's he's done a better job of getting himself, you know, out of some trouble and learn how to get himself <laughs> out of some trouble, you know, as well when, when things do kind of break down. But, you know, just an all-around all great kid, um, great family, um, brother plays for us as well. You know, he's going to be a tight end for us someday. But the kid really cares, and he cares about his teammates and, you know, he really communicates well with his teammates as well. And he gets those receivers on the same page, tight ends, running backs. But he's a kid that knows the game, and uh, that's cool to have, you know, as your, as your signal caller and, and getting everything ready to go on, on Thursday and uh, having our kids prepared and ready. And he sees things, you know, on the field that sometimes we don't see, and he, he can relay that to us as well. And he seems to become more of a vocal leader. I think he's always kind of led by example, but it seems to be. And I think that's just the natural maturation process. He's now – a junior, but he's been in the program a long time. Uh, you'd expect that, but he seems to be a little bit more vocal with his players and his team. And he is, you know, and it's, and it's in a good way, mm -hmm. right? If it's something that he didn't see or he wanted them to see or they weren't in the right spot, he does a good job of just communicating, hey, this is where I exactly wanted you to be. This is what I saw. This is what you need to see, you know, and, and just get him on the same page. But that's, that's who he is. He's not really going to raise his voice, scream at anybody. He's not a Coach Brown by any means, you know, <laughs> like that. But he's, he's pretty calm, cool, collected. He just explains things to the kids and, and gets them ready. But, yeah, very excited for him and, and how the season's going to turn out for him. That quarterback-to-receiver relationship, not just obviously the social and off the field, but on the field, you know, seeing the same thing, being on the same page, did you feel you lost any of that through the long break? And uh, do you feel that uh, they were able to get it back? I don't think so. I think just, you know, with, with what we were able to do in the fall and what we were able to do in the spring and then all the things they do in the summer, you know, together with the seven-on-seven seven and just route running and things like that, just their communication through that whole process, you know, makes them better every single day. And, you know, we had kids here and we had kids doing that and they were all talking amongst themselves. And I think, you know, when you get a group of guys like that that, that truly care, I mean, things are only going to get better. And I think those kids really made themselves better, you know, through this whole process. Um we could have used it as an excuse, but our guys use it, use it to, to make themselves better, and that's what I'm proud of our kids for. Offensive line, I mean, you look at uh, you have Pat Kelly, left tackle, Amari Angram Bolden on the left guard. Those two have been veterans. They've been through a lot of battles in the trenches, two of the best in the league. But then the other three, center, right guard, right tackle, uh, 
there'll be new faces there, at least new guys competing for it. You've got some returners who are battling. You've added a few players. Um, how has that battle gone? It feels like offensive line-wise, maybe the biggest and possibly the deepest you guys have been maybe since you've been the head coach here at Fort Hayes State. It is. It definitely is. You know, we've got more kids there than we've ever had, you know, from some of the kids that we brought in and, and, and then a lot of the freshmen that we that we brought in as well through the recruiting process. And, you know, there's probably 19, 20 of those guys and we're used to playing like with 10 or <laughs> 10 to 11, you know, and, and that's hard to do. But we do have guys competing, you know, for positions now where before it was like, you know, you had your starters and you knew these guys were your backups. Where now we don't know yet. You know, guys are still battling it out. We're still going to figure out who's best for Thursday and who's picking it up the best in practice and who's making the plays and, you know, some of those spots, we don't know. But some spots, you know, they're, they're solidified and, and they got their job. The running game is an area, boy, I mean, you go back to Kenneth Ihim, he was so good and not to slide anybody since then. But it just feels like it hasn't been to the level it was back on those two playoff years. You've added some new pieces. you got a, a, a senior transfer in Tristan Tucker who played on a playoff team at Harding and then uh, Keelan Chapman, a junior college transfer, and Adrian Soto, who I think got action in one game in that blowout at Northeastern State to kind of get his feet wet a little bit. It seems to be those three guys battling, but it feels like that running game maybe has a chance to be a lot better this year. It does, and I think it all starts up front, you know, with those guys that we have. I mean, I feel like those guys up front with the way they've been working, the things they've been doing, the communication that they've had with one another, and Coach Bryant, you know, getting those guys ready, it's really what's going to spark a run mm-hmm. game. But, you know, your back's got to help them out. You know, sometimes the back just wants everything. The back just gets the ball and, and he runs, right? But <laughs> they have to get their reads as well. You know, we got certain plays and, you know, you're reading certain people on certain plays. So, you know, they got to get their reads, um, set up those blocks for those linemen and, uh, you know, get vertical downhill and be able to see how things are moving in front of them. And, uh, you know, if they can do that, we could be really good. But I feel pretty good with those three guys. I think they all, you know, have something a little bit different that they bring to the table. Um, but, all know with that running back cruiser, I, I think it could be pretty talented. And they have always, it seems like, had a big part in the passing game. Uh, whether you move them into a slot or just a dump down out of the backfield, it seems like your running backs have to be good pass catchers because it seems to be a big part of the offense. It is, you know. I mean, you just don't want a guy that's just a blocker, you know, and, and protects your quarterback. And then you get another guy, you know, in the passing game. Now they have to defend that as well. So I think it just opens up some different things. You know, but again, if you can protect up front and take care of your quarterback, you can get those guys out. If you can't, now you got to keep them in. So we like to use them, and they got to be great pass catchers. Just like Kenneth Ahane we were talking about you know, just a little bit ago, he's he's one of those kids that knew exactly how every block was going to be done, you know, and and he knew exactly how he was going to set it up and, and hit that hole, and then he was great in the pass game as well. So, you know, we need those guys to do the same thing and, and, and set it up to, to play at his level because he truly did care about the game, and he knew exactly what was going to happen before it even happened. Well, folks were at the scrimmage with Southwestern Oklahoma State, had a chance to see uh, Keelan Chapman get a big run, so hopefully see a lot of that this year. And then the um, wide receivers. Um, you have a couple of – mainly Manny Ramsey. I mean, he had a big role a couple of years ago. He's back. Uh, you've added some freshmen. You've added some transfers. I mean, there will be some new faces in there, but, again, a group that looks like they've got a chance to be touted. And it's almost – I mean – you just kind of expected it. it's been that way for so long, but uh, maybe uh, your comment, your thoughts on the wide receiving core going into this year. You know, man, he's the lone returner. He's the man. Right? He's, you know, you had <laughs> Beebs for all those years, and you had Harley for all those years, and you know, and Andrew Jay and those guys that come in and out. And uh, but now you look back and going, okay, it's Manny. I mean, that's the only guy that's really returning that's played mm-hmm. for us. But, 
you know, we did add a few guys, and it's just, you know, them understanding what we're doing offensively and, you know, not, not panicking on game day. And, you know, because sometimes it happens when it's your first game and, and you're playing in this conference, and it's tough, and it's a big first game as well. Uh, but I think we've got some guys that, that, that can do some great things for us. Um, you know, they, they run good routes. Um, they got some good speed. And, uh, you know, they're strong with the ball in their hands. And I think they can make things happen. But that's unknown, right? But we'll find out. We will definitely find out. Well, Thursday's going to be yeah, it's going to be a good litmus test with the Northwest Missouri State. We're going to take another break. We're going to talk about the defense. A lot of new faces there. It's going to be a young defense going into this season. We'll talk about it when we return. You're listening to Tiger Talk. We're live at the Golden Q, just two blocks east of campus in Hayes, on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the queue. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. To achieve the full college experience, you need new friends, social time, and definitely order from Taco Shop. They will even help you save money this month with the Poco Pizza for $209, Sombrero for $309, and the Beef Quesadilla for $369. Welcome back to Hayes, students from the Taco Shop at 333 West 8th Street, online at tacoshop.net, and you can order through the app. Come on down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Taco Shop. One step at a time. That's how we do home loans at Golden Belt Bank. Buying a home can be complex, so we make it as simple as possible. From open house to closing, we're with you every step. You'll be home before you know it. And since we manage the loan the entire time you have it, whenever you've got a question, we're right here. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit us online at goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. On target, on time, and on budget. Commercial Builders Incorporated has established a reputation for quality commercial building and renovations as well as residential construction. Their team of professional office administrators, experienced project superintendents, and workmen are proud to support Hayes and the surrounding communities on and off the job site. Contact them today at 785-628-1031 or learn more at commercialbuildersinc.com. This to force overtime at Lewis Field. Snap is low. The hold down. The kick is up. It's gotten enough distance. Will it get through? It is good. It's good. He hit it. 56 yards. A career long for Dante Brown. And we go to overtime. Yeah, that was one of the more memorable plays of 2019. That 56-yard field goal to force overtime. And the Tigers' last home game against Northwest Missouri State. Their next home game will be against Northwest Missouri State. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at the Golden Q. It's brought to you in part by BTI, your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Greensburg, Nest City, Hoxie, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. And by Golden Belt Bank, where their Golden Belt Bank is here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. Check them out at goldenbeltbank.com. We'll get into the defense, but we heard the highlight from Dante. Let's go with the special teams. That is, and we are talking the other day, I mean, it, 
you look at the kicking game, I mean, you go Dante, and then you had uh, Brandon Brown before him, um, Drew O'Brien before him, and you can go back. I mean, it's been over a decade, more than that. I mean, you're, you're looking almost 13, 14 years. That kicking game, you you didn't you knew what you had, and you didn't worry about it. Not that there's not going to be a good kicking game, but uh, maybe the biggest question mark as far as the special teams goes is because um, you've kind of known the known commodity going in, and that's not the case this year. No, you know, we've had those, and we've, I've been very fortunate to have some really, really good kickers and really, really good punters, you know, for us since I've been here. And uh, now we need to make that continue, right? We've we got a couple guys right now that are battling out for that kicking spot with, with Fernando Avila Castro and uh, Parker Janke and – you know, Jonathan Honeycutt, and then there's a, there's a couple others too, and we're not quite sure yet. You know, <laughs> we're still letting them compete, letting them battle, and the same with the punting, you know, uh, position as well. So it'll be interesting. You know, we had the brown, you know, brown and brown, and we couldn't find another brown. So we're we're figuring out which one of these next guys are, is coming in and going to do the job, and they have some huge shoes to fill. And uh, I mean, hopefully, they don't feel any pressure off that, but there is pressure. You know, especially in our conference, to put points on the board. Any chance you get to put points on the board, we need to be able to do that. Well, and we saw and we heard that highlight, what uh, the kicking game and the role can be, especially in a, a game like Northwest, which in the recent years has been the last three def- decided by a total of five points. So uh, uh, it usually comes down to a play or two, and it could be a special teams play. Let's talk about the defense a little bit. I guess if you, you, you pick one area where you put a big giant question mark, it would be the defense simply because of the youth. And uh, I think I figured it up uh, from your projected starting 11, six will be making their first career start in a Fort Hay State uniform. So uh, that's always a little challenging. Some of them are redshirt freshmen. Uh, but I guess you have five who have, and you have five veterans. So it's kind of an interesting mix of the old and the new. And I think you brought up an interesting point last week. At least of all those five veterans, they're spread out, and it seems like you have one in each position to maybe help bring some of those newcomers along. Yeah, it is, and the good thing they had 22 months to prepare, you know, for the, for this game as well. So, uh, but there is, you know, like on the D line, you know, we have a lot of new faces. Some guys that maybe played just a little bit, but never really truly started, you know. But you got Swopes in there, and you got Sanders who. You know, played a lot of ball for us, and uh, you know, just hopefully them and the way they play can teach these younger guys of, of how it's done, and 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 get them with this playing with the same motor that those guys usually play with. But uh, you know, I, I feel good about D line. We added a few new faces, and uh, I think they're pretty athletic. Um, main thing with D line just just get off the ball and play hard, play physical, and and make them block you. You know, and then linebacking position. No legs there, and uh, you know he's he's played some games for us, but has never really been the guy. But now he's the guy, and next to him is you know Miles Mendes, who was a quarterback in high school, transitioned over to linebacker for us, and uh, you know this will be his first start, you know, as a linebacker in in a huge game. And then in the secondary, you know, we do have Jordan Starks, you know, Jimon Preston's played a lot, you know, so we do have some guys that have some experience back there, but there's not a lot at the other three positions, but. You know, with the communication with the you know Jordan and James been able to do with those guys and and getting those young men ready, I think we'll be fine. It's just you know settling in, getting that first game. It's usually the first series. Get yeah. the first series out. Hopefully, you don't give up some big play. You know, defensively that that gets the momentum on their side. Just keep everything up front. Play hard. Go tackle. Be aggressive. And great things will happen. But I'm pretty excited about that crew. They're young, but they're very talented. Um, very athletic. 
know, group with some good speed as well. It's going to bring that up. I mean, it's a young group, but I think uh, just uh, just hearing you and just seeing what we've seen in practice, there's a lot of talent there, but, you know, you just need some experience. And, and unfortunately, you come out against, you know, a, a prolific offense like Northwest Missouri State. That's the old baptism by fire type thing. They're going to get that. Uh, Miles Menges, you mentioned him uh Certainly the track record with players who played at Claflin and now Central Plains have been really, really good for Fort Hay State. And he looks like uh, a young kid who's got a chance to be really, really good. 6'4", 230. He's kind of growing into his frame. And and and, I, and that's a position I, for years, again, you don't worry about. I mean, you look at all the great linebackers that have come through Fort Hay State, and, and those two look like they have a chance to be good. But I guess the, the verdict's still out just because they haven't played a lot of games in that position in that role. It is. But, I, I mean, again, like you said, there's been some really, really good ones that have come through. But I think these two could be just as good as those guys. And, uh, you know, Lake's very smart. I mean, he's like a brick wall. I mean, guys bump into him, and he doesn't like he doesn't even move, but the guy's laying on the ground. You know, Mendes is really athletic and covers some ground, got some great length. I mean, if I'm a quarterback looking across the middle and I see a 6'4", 230-pound linebacker whose wingspans, who knows how big it is, <laughs> that's hard to throw around. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm excited about this, too. I know they're going to do some great things. It's to them believing in themselves and just getting the job done because I know they can do it. You touched on Jordan Starks, your safety. Um, he is just – I mean, from day one, I know you're excited about it, but he has proven it year in and year out. He had a big game against Northwest when you played two years ago, but – he kind of seems to be maybe that leader on defense, uh, and you, a lot of times you see that in that safety position, but just continues to get better and better and better. We had a chance to visit with him at Media Day back in July. Obviously a, a great young man who, who had a you know an outstanding career. Tulsa Union, one of the great high school football programs in the country, really, but uh, he just really seems to kind of be that, that guy everybody rallies around on the defensive side of the ball. And, and they do. You know, it's just his demeanor, right? He's just a true – football player he's never too high he's never too low he's just that even killed and just gets the job done and knows exactly how to get people lined up and where they need to be at and his communication skills skills are great and uh, i'm really excited to see him play this year i think he's gonna have one of his best years that he's had since he's been here and uh, i i know he's gonna get out there and make some plays for us well and one thing about <coughs> excuse me coach harris on the defense i mean you, you kind of don't worry about it. And, and he's had young defenses in the past, and they end up being just fine. Uh, and, and you look at the results, I think what Fort A. State's been allowed the second fewest points in the last four years uh, defensively. And so you kind of don't worry about it. But, it, you know, it might be, is it a situation you feel, I mean, maybe you have to score a few more early on this year just to allow those young guys to kind of get comfortable and, and, and fill those shoes? I don't know. I still think they're going to come in and do a good job. You know, I just really, I mean, that's that's the kind of faith I have in our coaching staff on that side and the faith I have in those kids that I I know they're going to play at a high level and they're going to do their job and get things done. Um, we always want to score more points, right. well, of course. you know, all the time. So if we score more points, we're going to score more points. But I think that group's talented enough and, and physical enough. And, you know, I, I truly feel that you know, they're still going to be the top in this conference, uh, being one of the top defenses in this conference as well. Well, we're going to take our final break. We're going to come back and talk about Thursday's game, the Bearcats of Northwest Missouri State, the Tigers of Fort Hay State, the last three um, as good of football as you could ever ask for. And we'll see what round four holds on Thursday. We'll preview with the coach when we return. We're at the Golden Q. It's Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.
There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the queue. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Our clients know Brungard Hauer CPAs in Hayes and Garden City, but do you know Brungard Hauer? Our CPA firm has helped clients for decades, over six of them to be exact. Our people are active in the community and we support local organizations. We not only serve large companies, but also small businesses and individuals of varying income levels too. If you have tax, accounting, or business problems and need solutions, give us a call. Brungard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. It's end of summer specials at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil, $18.99 in the 5-quart jug. Sea Foam Products, your choice, $7.99 each. Shop Towels, 25-pack, $5.99. Energizer LED Panel Work Light, $34.99. And $20 off any Napa battery with mail-in rebate. Save now with Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Midwest Energy's Community Fund offers grants to a wide variety of charitable, educational, and nonprofit organizations in Midwest Energy service area. Awards range from $50 to $1,000, and you can also apply for an impact grant of up to $5,000. The fall application deadline is October 1st. Apply online in minutes using the one-page application at mwenergy.com under the Community tab. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Snap back to Fuller, under pressure, throws across the middle, it is, oh, it's caught! Touchdown! It was almost intercepted! Dandre Reed scores! And the Tigers are an extra point from forcing a second overtime! That was a remarkable catch. Two years ago, Fort A. State, Northwest Missouri State at Lewis Field. They'll renew that rivalry on Thursday night to open up the 2021 season. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. They're the official orthopedic physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. Tigers and Bearcats, it's finally here. Uh, part Round four. As we said, the last three have just been epic games. A couple of wins in Maryville for you. The Bearcats won in Hayes uh, two years ago. Um, so, I mean, it'd probably be nice after not having a season last year to have maybe a, a, a I say, easier game. It's the MIAA. Everybody's tough. But you know what I'm trying to say. Yep. Not the number four team in the country, but yet that kind of forces everybody to be on point and be focused about for that first one. And that's what I told you because, you know, it's – this game, you got to be at your best. You know, they're gonna, they got to be at their best. We got to be at our best. Are there gonna be mistakes? Of course. I mean, we haven't played for 22 months. Um, first game, we, there's always a lot of mistakes. That's usually when you make your biggest strides is from game one to game two. Um, but it is what it is. You know, they're gonna come in here thinking the same way that we are. Um, they have a lot of new faces. You know, as well offensively and defensively. Uh, some guys that haven't played any, you know, any football. I mean, played football, but right. not, you know, in in the MIAA and and getting their feet wet as well. So it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be fun. It's, you know, we've got a, most physical teams going to win. You know, the, the team that can, you know, not turn the ball over on offense and create some turnovers on defense and, uh, you know, have the, not have the stupid penalties. 
and, you know, not give it the big play on defense and, and have some big plays on offense. I mean, that's those are the important things. And, uh, and we just got to control the emotion, right? There's going to be a lot of emotions. There's going to be a lot of excitement, some anxiety, but we got to be able to learn to control that, you know, and then just step on the field and play. They have a new offensive coordinator, and I'm sure – I mean, that's a wrinkle any time, but then when you haven't played for, for as you said, 22 months, I guess that is even uh, more of a challenge for you guys. It is, you know, because, you know, if we would have got them in the spring, it's 15 practices with his team, and then we're into the fall, and they got, you know, camp, and then we're playing, so it's not real sharp. Well, now he's had, you know, almost a whole year, you know, to get his guys ready, understanding his offense and, and how they're doing things. So now they're going to be a little bit more prepared. So, uh, you know, I – so what do you do defensively? How do you how do you figure out what they're doing? There's no film, right? You, you don't have any idea, you know, what they're going to do. You, you kind of base it off the personnel that they've had, you know, in years past based off the quarterback and, and what he can do. So, you know, it might be a few things that we haven't seen and we just got to be prepared for, right? Just keep everything in front. Don't give up the big play and make them earn everything. Well, you mentioned the quarterback, Braden Wright. He's right up there with uh, Chance in the conversation for best quarterback in the MIAA. Obviously, the, the postseason recognition for both of them shows that. Uh, about a minute left, though, but uh, he kind of makes them go, and he's, he can do it with his legs. He becomes a challenge because it's not just throwing the ball. He is. He can run. You know, he's athletic, and he can throw the ball as well, and I'm sure he's only gotten better, you know, in this year's time. So uh, we're excited. Um, I can't wait for Thursday. Um, I can't wait to have our fans in the stands again cheering us on, and uh, hopefully we put a great show on for them, and I just want to thank you guys for all you do for us. Well, Chris, I appreciate it. We can't wait till Thursday ever. Have a good rest of the week of practice. We'll see you at the stadium Thursday night. Yes, sir. Thank you. Chris Brown, coach of the Tigers, 7 o'clock kick at Lewis Field. We're on the air on the Tiger Sports Network over on Tiger Radio Mix 103 at 6 o'clock. Tiger Talk brought to you this afternoon by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, BTI, GNL Tire and Automotive, the Taco Shop, and Adams Brown. We'll see you again next Tuesday. We've got uh, the Labor Day holiday, so our next program will be a week from tomorrow, 12-15, from the Golden Q on the Tiger Sports Network.